0: Number three, reaching from the darkness to the light. Uh, This begins with a quote from Sri Aurobindo, one of the great Vedic sages of all time and uh, certainly of the 20th century. I I really want to wax on a little bit about Sri Aurobindo. He was a He was an Indian nationalist. Uh, He wanted uh, freedom for the Indian subcontinent uh, from the British, Um, was imprisoned for a year uh, for his part in spreading foment. Uh, He he ran a, a small newspaper. And during that year in prison, he achieved enlightenment. He had a teaching from elsewhere, Uh, and it shifted his consciousness so that when he came out of prison, he went into uh, working on consciousness rather than continuing to work uh, for political change in India, though he continued to be uh, uh, seen as uh, uh, a dangerous sort by the, the Brits. So his experience itself, as well as his words, speak to the subject of this day's podcast. This is from Correspondence with Sri Aurobindo. The question is whether the ignorance, capital I, the question is whether the ignorance can be transcended, whether a complete essential realization turning the consciousness from darkness to light from an instrument of the ignorance seeking for knowledge, capital K, into an instrument or rather a manifestation of knowledge proceeding to greater knowledge. Light, enlarging, heightening into greater light, is or is not possible. My view is that this conversion is not only possible but inevitable in the spiritual evolution of the being here. I came to spiritual seeking out of necessity and desperation. I I felt like I was drowning in a, a, a darkness of grief and shame and worthlessness. There was nothing in the world I knew that helped. There was no hope left. There was no stone seemingly unturned and I felt completely out of the race. Maybe in this other world of spirit, I might find an answer. So Sri Aurobindo was the first teacher who reached me in my despair and whose voice I could understand and follow. I went to India for the first time to study his work more deeply. He, he taught me, his writings taught me, and living in the place for some brief period of time where he spent the lion's share of his his spiritual work, taught me that consciousness reaches out from the darkness toward the light, and in doing so, becomes enlightened. And then it continues to expand for its own sake, for the sheer joy of evolving itself. Uh, This is different than the way I used to look at things. I was hoping for light to reach out to me within my darkness as if light were from some other place, as if light or consciousness was this separated God figure, this otherness that if it felt mercy toward me would reach into my despair and help to pull me out of it it's not that way. The truth is that it's the light within me that reaches out from the darkness, that reaches out toward other light, that begins to insist on being recognized as the truth of me. Anyone who comes to meditation is coming in large part perhaps solely because the light within wants to be recognized, wants to be expressed, wants to be known. From the perspective of having to reach out from the darkness, darkness itself can be seen as a gift. If I hadn't needed spiritual connection so desperately, would I have ever committed to the kind of daily work I've needed to engage in to find and and grow this knowledge, to find and grow this experience of of light within. I I doubt it. There are far too many interesting things in the world to engage in other than uh, interior work until we do the interior work and find out how very interesting and fascinating our interior actually is. Each moment of despair or rage or shame, terror, depression, anxiety, paranoia that I experience in this body triggers a story in my head that tells me I am not worthy of life or that the world and its problems are not worth slogging through. What's the point? And each of these moments is an opportunity to turn again toward the light, no matter how hopeless it might feel that things will ever change. Whenever the thoughts arise in me, why bother? What the hell? Ah, oh, screw it. Those are signals that I am being spoken to by the ego And it's a reminder, an opportunity to let go, to stop, drop, and roll, to settle out of my identification with the voice so that I can at least offer myself the opportunity to begin to identify with the silence behind the voice. We do this again and again and again, and the light in us begins to reach out for itself, reach out as itself, reach out toward the world and other experiences of light in the world, simply because that is what light does. In the end, each one of us is here for this journey from the darkness to the light. In the infinite scheme of things, the process is already complete. The light has conquered the darkness absolutely. To remember this might make it easier to choose once more today to stay around for the sheer joy of the journey. Today I will remember that light is the truth of me and that whatever darkness I feel is a passing experience and other than the truth. I will open myself to feeling the light within and seeing it reflected in you. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book is based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend and also please stay in touch links for instagram uh, the book embracing bliss and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes until next time have a great day